Hi everyone and welcome to Intent, this space where Steve Rouse and myself Jim Sutton try and wrestle with the ups and downs of everyday life. Do the ups outweigh the downs? Are we longing for some sort of consistency and stability or do we need the excitement of the ride? And have we stopped to listen to how Jesus might be looking to guide us and does it matter? In our conversation this week we're exploring criticism, what we do with it, working through it and whether it has any value. Plus, we'll be sharing tips on how to navigate the challenging world of toddler ballet. This is our last conversation for a while. We'll be back in a couple of months, but in the meantime, you can still get in touch by tweeting us at intenttalk or by email to jim at ballandbaptist.co.uk. What's going on where you find yourself? Anyway, for now, here's the chat. Go in there and just think, just any of this stuff like <laughs> then you wander I, out again it's just like what a complete waste of time I should I've done that twice that. going there because they they have a really odd dinner time they have like from oh. three to four or something oh Is it three or two till three I think it's two till three which That's I never right. anticipate in any shop and they actually close for two till three and it's like oh. what let me know what good time what so I've done the same doing? thing having a nap oh bless them oh cool lovely um yeah well uh today is whatever day it is wednesday um and ada started having ballet lessons um i, I mean it's ballet lesson i mean it's lovely lovely wonderful um ballet people um ballet people that ballet school and everything else and like i mean ada's three i mean she's this it's, it's a i don't know it's just kind of like okay if you if you want to do a bit of dance that's fine we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes um but they do like these little um kind of activities like they're kind of um like kind of adventures kind of thing so like today as we're leading up to halloween and like um <laughs> the teacher today was like yeah obviously it's not like halloween stuff but like we're going to go on an adventure in the forest and there'll be like a there'll be it might be a an old house and there might be a bat and there might be an owl you know and it's just like on this little adventure while they're while they're kind of learning learning about dance and everything however i mean i digress the more important part of this story is me um because every week you got to get i got to get Ada dressed for it and they have like this this uniform which is like um it's like a little leotard it's a pair of tights and there's like a headband and a and a little cardi thing um and i i, I don't know there's there is this kind of trope of dads not being able to dress their children well and like i've worked in and around kind of kids group and groups enough to to like be able to overhear little conversations between people after like kids have been dropped off and been like oh dad's dressed them again kind of thing <laughs> and everything else so i'm trying to get ada ready for this thing and I'm, every week i'm like do you put the tights on first do you put the leotard on first and i know this is a simple question with a simple answer but every week i'm just like it's 50 50 i've got no idea i can't remember i need to get this tattooed on my hand somewhere um trying to do that but this this week because it's got a little bit colder it's there's this now this cardigan but it's not cardigan with buttons it's got like this um it's, it's just like a long length of material and you kind of wrap it around both ways and then tie it up and i i mean i thought i thought i'd done a pretty good job i was pretty happy about it um and like kind of you know when you kind of ask somebody to check something but in a kind of like yeah i've smashed this <laughs> kind of tights are underneath the leotard got this ready headbands just about on before it takes it off again and you put, put this guardian wrapped it around tied it up bish bash bash so i was like oh just just check can you just check the card in she was like oh well you're you're so close in a way that you know the tone of voice is kind of like you're nowhere near it <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so she like unties it and um then she's like oh there's a there's a little there's a little gap there's a little hole that you gotta like pass one of the um bands through and then you tie it up that way it's like oh okay whatever not whatever but you know i was like okay quite need to remember that jim that's never tattoo for the other hand um <laughs> and then and Ada like trots off into ballet but then you kind of like ah oh, you idiot like you can't even do a cardigan kind of thing like it's like, <laughs> it shouldn't be that it shouldn't be that tricky um and, and everything else and, and even walking away i was like come on come on you gotta you gotta at least nail like the tights and the leotard thing next week i was like so i was like drum it in my head it's like right tights underneath the leotard kind of thing but like i don't it's it's got i'm i'm such a little um glass jaw uh, this is a, i don't know if it's a good me- i don't know whatever description i'm going to use but kind of like a glass jawed princess you know that kind of you only take like a little knock and it's kind of just shatters the whole thing kind of thing just kind of completely <laughs> destroys all sense of ego and worth and value and everything else because like, i've got scripts in my head that tell me there's a right way there's one right way and an infinite amount of wrong ways and if you don't do it the right way it's definitely wrong um which i've been fighting against for a while and i'm slowly getting there and trying to like play with creativity and be curious and try a different way of doing things but apparently there's definitely just one right way of doing a party <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's kind of what i've been processing today but yeah it, i don't know it made me like reflect on i don't know self, how self-critical um i think all of us are you know like and it only takes like a little word from somebody else and it can spark spark like all, all kinds of things you know and i know we were talking a little bit before just about um criticism in general but um kind of i, I don't know like that, that and, and not in terms of kind of put, pushing myself down a spiral or that kind of thing but it's it's funny how much we we notice the negatives and we cling on to them when we reflect on them and we dwell on them and everything else and yet the positives they just we just watch them sail off down the road and forget all about them like one second later kind of thing like that I was chatting to someone um, the other day and yeah, talking about good and bad things and how often like the bad things you'll like go home and you'll might, if you've got a quieter evening, you'll sit on the sofa and you might be watching something, but your head will be going over the thing or whatever in a way that when you've had a good day, like sometimes, I mean, if you've had an absolutely sensational day and you've done something incredible, like you've, like you've thrown a Frisbee back to someone in a park and it actually went to them kind of thing um, because it went near you. (laughs) <laughs> like those kind of but those are the ones that i play um i mean i only say that because i threw a frisbee back the other day and it went mild i, I made it harder for them i basically they, they threw the frisbee for their kid and it went near me on the path so i went to throw it back and i managed to throw it further away than it would have been had they just come and picked it anyway that's a whole nother thing those kind of things those are the ones that stick in my head and i might dwell on but most kind of good days and the good things in them you don't i, I don't take the time to recollect you know you just kind of go okay that's done and and crack on but the things that that niggle um they can be really tiny they can be really tiny um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i could listen to this brain you're on a roll today that's really <laughs> that's really good and, and i thought of all the things because our daughter brianna went to ballets probably at about the same age as ada but i thought the challenge was getting their hair sorted i didn't i didn't oh, even well, pay ada- attention to the I don't even hair, think now. So. You, now I think about. It, I don't think I was perhaps even ever allowed to dress up. That alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have made such a bad job. Here. And that, and to be fair to you, those cardigans, as much as you just said it's a simple challenge, they're not. I say they're not your regular cardigan. I mean, I was at a church weekend this weekend, and a chap walked in at the back with a 
with a kind of Starsky. Now this is a bit more a Starsky and Hatch cardigan, which is like a like if you've never watched that program for a long time, was that in the eighties or something, or even earlier, eighties probably. And Starsky yeah. always wore this heavy knit cardigan. Well, this chap walked in. He'd obviously dressed himself because the buttons were all in the wrong order. <laughs> he couldn't even get that right. So I was like, this, whereas the one you're <laughs> describing has, with my memory of it, has doesn't it have a few buttons and it has this whole system of tying it. So I think you... Well, if, if, if it's got buttons, I didn't find them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're probably right. It's got, a, it's got a very particular... But you're right. I don't know what it is about those sorts of things that they... It's, it's both ways around for me because I think, I think, like you say, the the critical comment comes, and for me, it always, if I really, because initially I can just get very defensive if it's a critical comment, or I know that it's usually picking at a vulnerability within me, which is why it probably gets under your skin. So I, you know, I was just thinking earlier about kind of a critical comment somebody passed to me in a in a community in an email and i was like i'm not gonna i haven't got time to listen to that at the moment but it, it, it's not and that's the phrase like so i haven't got time to listen to it and then I, I go on with other pieces of work but the reality is it's the thing that's going around in my head it's like mm. it's got me it's already got me and i know because i know it picks at the things that i feel vulnerable in about myself and like i think you're absolutely right whether it's whether it's um it just comes in those innocent ways, really, in terms of, you know, something something like that when you're just trying to get it right in terms of, you know, with your kids or whatever. So I, I said to Lisa the other day, I said, I I spend um I think my 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 mode of operating is basically to live life trying not to get on anybody else's nerves. That's my <laughs> that's Hang on, say that again. <laughs> so my my um what do you call that? My sort of sat nerve, my kind of um system is i think i just want to live my life to try and not get on any on anybody else's nerves wow that's that's my thing yeah it's not but working it, it's not working it's not <laughs> it it um <laughs> you're welcome i appreciate i appreciate that so much um I find it in everything. Like when I'm driving, I try and drive in such a way that I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to, I mean, there are times I'm sure and I'm, I'm not going to try whether I'm walking down the street, I'm anticipating things when I'm in conversation, I'm overly sensitive to when it's time to get out the conversation, stop the conversation. So that I don't want to get on your nerves. So that, you know, if I've been in this too long or if I've gone too far or whatever, I'm constantly like that. So then if, then if that ever gets crossed and I kind of think, I walk away thinking, oh, no, you got it wrong. Oh, no. You know, I just get really in my own head about it. And I think you, you've messed up again. I, I apply it in every year. I apply it as a dad. Um, so I think, like, if I just be sensitive to the to both Jack and Brianna in terms of, like, Jack doesn't want lots of conversation in the morning. I won't talk to him much. Um, you know, just try and pay attention to that. With Lisa, I think I try and, yeah, again, just try and, do that and gosh i'm making myself far too vulnerable here i just suddenly <laughs> realize what i'm saying but i'm but i but in all of that if it if i ever think i've got it wrong or if i ever kind of if it ever gets you know i i just tumble a bit i'm like oh man that's yeah oh, and start inwardly good. inwardly kind of beating myself again which is yeah interesting because oh, what oh, you're you're number two in your four brothers is that yeah, right yeah yeah number yeah number two. Two. Oh, so you're above you're above the median or whatever yeah but, which still even yeah go on because i'm I'm a, I'm a younger brother 
and therefore my posture to the entire world is to be annoying as possible. <laughs> <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty much the space I operate in most easily. It's just winding other people up. Um, you do a good job. No, I that's good. I hope so. <laughs> Broke I'm coming back at it. you for that. I'm, I'm glad of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely. I know that's it, number two, but a kind of a middle child in that sense, and that is because my older brother and my youngest brother, <laughs> um, if there's ever tension, they'll go at each other. Whereas mm-hmm. again, I'm like, oh man, I just don't. I'm trying to keep the peace. I want to. I don't want to be the one to kind of upset either of them. Kind of that's so typical of me. Mm-hmm. So typical. I've never, I've never made that connection actually. I'm just a peacemaker in the whole world. Just... Are you? Oh, blessed, <laughs> blessed be the peacemakers. <laughs> the whole world is so lucky to have you. Oh, I'm surprised we have as many problems as we do with me around. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. I think the world looks on me and just goes, oh, it's that idiot coming again. That's <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I mean, so like, what do you what do you do with all that stuff? Like, as in, because um, I think that it's one thing to be criticised by others, and yes, other people sometimes have um, they got legitimate criticism. You know, like sometimes, be, sometimes, well, a lot of the time, people have a legitimate criticism, but their tone makes it difficult to listen to or difficult to hear because they've just like slung you a um, slung you a whatever, a slap in the face. And it's, and it's hard to, it's hard to actually listen to the fact they might've been onto something somewhere because of the way it's been delivered. Um, but at the same time, like that, that those, those little critiques that do, do nudge at something that we're insecure about, like they're really, yeah, they can be really, really destructive. You know, they just kind of wiggle away in the kind of way that it only takes like a little, if if you jam if you jam like a crowbar in a crack, you know you're going to be able to get some there's some wiggle room to to make a bit of a mess kind of thing. So, uh, are you are you able to do anything in those moments or in those times when that's when that's happening, or is it just a case of well, it's it, you just kind of accept it's kind of there or no? What in terms of the criticism or well, not not just in terms of criticism, but in terms of your own your own reaction to it, in terms of self critique and. Um, whatever because sometimes somebody else can jam the crowbar in and just leave it and then we just spend all day wiggling it around and making the thing worse yeah no and i think i think it's funny because i i was only thinking earlier that i i think you've got to you it's important to try and ask yourself because you know it's attacked that vulnerability it's important to ask yourself you know is is there any truth in what they're saying you know is 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 there any truth in the critical comment is there some is there something I need to hear that I can learn from and, and, and that's okay to be like that. And it's okay. You don't have to get, I think in me, I've, I've, I think I've learned to kind of, it's, it's okay to not be defensive. And actually if, if somebody spotted something in you, even if their tone's wrong to say, do you know what, actually what you say there, there's some truth in that and I'll, I'll make adjustment to that. But I think the other thing that I was trying to tell myself about recent criticism is defend yourself. You know, don't be frightened to defend, like, if it's about that, like, just ask yourself inwardly as well. Not only is there something I need to accept in this situation, but also um, in terms of holding yourself up, say, back yourself. If you've made a point or if you've tried a thing or whatever, and you think, actually, just check yourself. Actually, I think I hold that view. Or actually, I think the way Mm -hmm. I did that, from my point of view, actually, the way I did that, I believed in it. And, and... Um, 
of all people, and I, I learned this from, I can't remember, I must have listened to a, an interview, a podcast or something, this was years ago, um, and it was talking about Margaret Thatcher, and it was, and, and it was just right, this, go, go carefully. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was just as, it was just from her own leadership, you know, good, bad or whatever, but it's, it was that thing of sort of owning your convictions, like being, you know, if you've got convictions about things, sort of own them in a sense. And I thought, yeah, I too easily get, get turned over just by somebody, you know, in terms of in, in their point of view or whatever. And you think, no, hang on a minute. And I, I, I think it's because in me, and this comes out of different, like almost like one of my failures sometimes. I think, I think if I disagree with someone, and I know that I'd, I'd feel this way towards you, towards Lisa, towards people close to me. I think if I if I come back with a assertive disagreement of any sort, I think I'm going to lose the relationship. Mm. I don't, I have no idea where it comes from because it certainly doesn't come from my family, my parents. Well, may, well, I don't think it does. Um, whether that middle child thing makes you kind of go, oh, I just don't want to cause trouble, mm. um, or whether it just came more from kind of early schooling or whatever. But I just always had this inner fear that I'm going to. I'm going to mess the relationship up and it's going to be, you know, be game over sort of thing. Yeah. If I hold to my convictions and I think maybe culturally, maybe it's, there's, there's, there's a way to holding to our convictions about things that is not, I'm never wrong or I have to be right or, but it's more about, there's a way of doing that that still is open to being challenged, but at the same time mm. saying, no, actually I do hold this conviction. This is where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, there's that thing of, um, when, when someone is, a, a, a I don't know, critiqued or whatever, that there can be a tendency for people in general to be very defensive, you know, to be like, um, and defensive in an aggressive kind of way. That's kind of like, right. Okay. Right. You've, you've, you've made that one small critique. So I'm going to punch you in the face kind of thing verbally or otherwise. Um, and, I don't know, like you say, like that, that kind of the, the, having the courage of your convictions, I think is deeper than that. Like, um, I don't know. I was thinking about, thinking about faith in general, um, earlier and, and, and like there's, I kind of been kind of journeyed along the Christian path of faith and there's often a lot of language that's around having more faith clinging on in faith you know that it's kind of like faith is faith faith is asserted by by clinging on to god um and i don't really i don't want to dismiss that completely out of hand because there may be something in that um and yet I, I was just wondering whether faith is less about the strength to hold on and more about the trust to let go to actually to be at um, if you're using that imagery of palms and hands and that kind of thing, rather than a closed fist that's trying to, it's best to hold on to the rope. It's allowing yourself to to sit in the palm of God's hand, you know, trusting that the place where you find yourself is of utter dependency um, and that kind of thing. And I think I think we can take that into our our opinions and our convictions and the way that we see the world and the way that we see things. And sometimes somebody can nudge us on something. And so we, we kind of double down and we hold on to it even tighter, which makes it makes it really hard to actually examine it and kind of go, well, is this really what I should be doing? Because you're so convinced if you if you release your grip, then 
you're going to kind of tumble into um, tumble into oblivion kind of thing. And yet I kind of feel the things that I am most, um, I am whatever the word is, I, um, yeah, I have that sense of, uh, yeah, conviction about. Those are often the things that I have more peace about because it's just, this is just the way it is. And I know, I know there are conversations that you can have that really pick at those and wind you up and get you out of that peaceful mindset. But it's, it, if I feel myself getting defensive, then I've, I've kind of learned that that probably means that there, I do have some doubt around this in some way. Mm-hmm. And actually I probably need to be more honest about that within this conversation rather than trying to almost like the, the critique of the other, um, it, I, I fight that almost with the strength that I'm fighting my own doubt at the same time, you know, rather than actually going, hang on. Okay. So if I'm going to react like this way, if this is going to make me spiky and everything else, then it's kind of, there might be something in it. Um, because if, if somebody just like rocks up and says, Oh, you're a, Oh, I don't know. If somebody has been like, Oh, Jim, you've been tad- diddling your tax affairs, haven't you? Like, I'm not going to turn around and go, you, what, what are you talking about? Blah, blah. Cause I'll just be like, no, I haven't. No, I I work quite hard on <laughs> making sure that's all in order. What, what are you talking about? And they might go, they could go on and on and on about it, but I'm probably not going to get too ruffled about it because I know that I've I've done my absolute best in that area, you know. And it's kind of like that that kind of peace um, can can be attached to your convictions. And on often I think if if you're if your anxiety levels are rising, I don't know whatever's going on in your body. Someone can tell us whether it's kind of cortisol or whatever that's kind of coursing through your veins and causing you to be in that heightened kind of defensive state um you've got to kind of say well why why is there anxiety in this why is it why why am i reacting in this way because it maybe reveals that i don't that i believe in it because of my own strength to believe in it rather than believing in it because i believe it to be true that's that's a really helpful insight i think really really helpful because i think you're right i think that makes that, that makes a lot of sense and do you think then is it would you say it's okay then if you if you recognize that that, that there are some areas of our lives or whether we're trying to work something through where we haven't yet reached necessarily a conviction about it where we have no doubts about it that if there are areas of life where we have doubts sometimes and whatever we're learning that that's okay it's yeah. okay that but recognize it don't feel like you like Almost if, if and particularly if you're in um <clears throat> conversation with somebody and you're having you're having a more challenging conversation because because they're picking at something that you think I'm not absolutely sure about this yet. That mm. perhaps adopting a, a kind of posture of do you know what? You know, I'm probably I'm I'm trying to work this out myself at the moment. I've got some doubts, I've got some questions still. Whereas I think sometimes we feel like we've got to we've always got to kind of rise up and be certain about what we're thinking and yep. defend yep. ourselves to the hilt when we know inside it's like, ah, oh, you're right. I'm, I'm, I've got these doubts. I'm not sure myself. So I think there's, I think that maybe is helps in those situations as well. If somebody criticizes us that you think, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to work this through. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's 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 kind of underpinned by your own insecurity as well, isn't it? It's kind of like yeah. if you're if you're insecure about the way that you are, or the way that you see the world, or the way you dress your children, then when somebody picks at that, it kind of releases all of that stuff as well. Which I don't. It's 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 one of the things which is 
increasingly important to me in my own faith is is the kind of peace of god this kind of shalom wholeness it's kind of like that's that's as liberating and freeing as the old the old evangelist the old evangelical message of like god's gonna get rid of everything you've ever done wrong kind of thing which was almost the only salvation that i I was told kind of growing up that was that was salvation that God's going to get rid of everything you've done wrong and you can be a good boy forever um but but as a part of the gospel and a part of what Jesus does is is the peace about who you are because God's God because of your worth your that God has made you in his image as a child of God and that you are worth you are you are worth God coming into this world and making a way for you to be redeemed you are worth dying for you are worth fighting um for um and for for me like that's that's enormous um and so that this piece of what what god does for me sh- sh- is is slowly transforming the way that i see myself really slowly really slowly like i said i'm i'm a glass jaw princess about it all just waiting for the next little thing to kind of worry me away but the the more i'm able to rest in in god's hands the more you you find some sense of peace yeah oh you're making uh, i'm making a connection in my head that probably is not helpful in this conversation i don't know it's just making me think something i was both reading about a little bit in the news and then listening to on the radio over lunchtime about the the landscape for our young people today oh, i just think you know we're talking about our we're you know we're both similar age so no. hey <laughs> hey well, you're a couple of generations ahead of me buddy <laughs> let's go to another area of vulnerability no, um, insecurity rather um no i was thinking about for, a, for our sort of young people thinking about you know whether i suppose older ch- children and, and young teenagers and think it's a massively vulnerable time in their lives and it seems like it seems like I can't remember the girl's name who sadly took it. Was it she took her own life as a mm. result of tro- people trolling her on? Uh, yeah. On, um, was it on TikTok or on, on Instagram, Instagram? I think, yeah. Instagram. And on the radio, they were, just, they were just, I mean, this this is the parents and you can understand the response, but basically saying, you know, they, they think some of these media platforms need to be held to account for, what they sometimes almost seem to encourage in terms of behavior and so on. And you, you're hearing today so much more about suicide, about self-harming. I mean, I know there's all sorts of forms of self-harming, but you know, we like, you know, holding up my own hand, I, it's not a term I would have been familiar with, you know, somebody who's 54 years old, but the fact that I often will, you know, invisibly kind of say, I'll pick up that stick and start beating myself that we self-harm in all sorts of ways don't we and mm. but just the it was just making me think at a time when we're trying to work out who we are that what on earth's going on within the culture of our young people today that so many are when somebody picks out an aspect of who they are or criticizes in any way the reaction sometimes because i think at that stage of your life as a human being you're your understanding of yourself and your understanding of the world is so small or i would that's how i would have thought of myself at that stage that you can't you struggle to see the bigger picture of yourself you struggle to think that there'll be a day that comes when you don't have to worry about the opinion 
well, that's, I don't know, maybe as people go into the world of work, that can still be the case. Mm. But that kind of, that kind of more severe kind of critiquing or more brutal kind of bullying type thing um, can be awful for, can be really horrendous that you think, how do we, how do you kind of counter that in every way? You don't want to, you don't want to create a world where everyone's kind of, it's just all, you know, made of cotton wool and there's never any criticism, but at the same time, I think, yeah, maybe that's, I don't know if that gone off in a path or a way that's not helpful, but. No, I, well, I think it's, it's, it's particularly true for our young people. Definitely. Um, yeah, particularly true. The things that, that are shaping them and everything else. And in, and in a way like these, all these kind of things, they're the things that, that, that we pick at, you know, um, Oh, there's another, another name I'm going to grasp at and not get, but, um, uh, Jessie from, um, from Little Mix, you know, that, that she, she would say of herself that we've, Jordan we've prob- Stevens. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that kind of, that, um, she would kind of go, she would like search herself on Twitter and kind of like Jessie fat, Jessie ugly, you know, and kind of, and kind of ha- harvest that that negativity and harvest that that pain and and, and the abuse you know and um yeah like you say about self-harm and everything else but like it's you 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 end up these these things can affirm the insecurities that you have and you support you almost you're building a case against yourself even though you don't really want to you wouldn't want to believe this stuff um and it's and it's huge and i think we as adults we've got a whole bunch of stuff going on i mean um it's not just related to like technology and that kind of thing i bet loads of us are carrying stuff from our childhood from adolescence from early adulthood that we you just you just haven't processed you know just pop in a box and send it off down the river and hope you never have to deal with it again um yeah whether it's to do with the words that we use towards us at home and in our home life growing up or how the actions of others whether it's a parent leaving um or like their lack of contact with a parent or a parental figure um and and what that continues and has done to us in terms of speaking to our worth and our value and what's important about life those those things can continue to to speak to us and and that that good news of jesus is is enormous in those spaces but it's it's kind of like we've reduced it so to well it's easy to reduce the gospel to just like you've you've done things wrong and therefore you need to be sorry and and sort it all out but it's actually a recollection it's a it's a reconnection reconnection with god and the identity that he has made us in that he has made us as his children made us in his image and that's our fundamental starting point and he sees us worthy of love he sees us worthy of of being saved and um yeah like i said earlier of dying for of 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 all of that because he wants to see us flourish he wants to see us cultivate the world in which we live he wants to see us live in lives which are which are lived to the full um and i I don't know it's such an unbelievable good news and yet i don't know it's it's almost weird christians aren't doing a good job of telling that story sometimes i was just thinking exactly that i was thinking you know that the 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 helpful news that i think christianity can offer and it needs to you know it needs to kind of we need to kind of work on our message as it were but i think is in that very space you know i was just Mm. thinking about i remember a guy years ago a guy called john eldridge talked about 
kind of the message of the arrows and he talked about and they can be good and bad like he said about as youngsters you know when like you said when someone like like fires an arrow into you commenting on your weight or your something about how you look or your intelligence or whatever those arrows can can go so deep and damage you for years or it can actually can work the other way that when somebody says um i remember him using the example of somebody saying you know commenting on how well a young person's doing something in particular um uh, you know that 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 because that got because it got attention in some way that person then it shapes the rest of their life think oh that's what gets attention therefore I'll do that forever because that's when I seem to get pop you know people make positive comments or they like me or you know mm, which mm. you can think you can just immediately think about how where that can take you down all sorts of different paths but I think you're right that and it's you know we'd probably struggle in some ways to get it into sort of everyday language in some ways at the moment. but i think i think understanding right now more of what it means you know, it, it, you know if, if 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 we have a god who has made us in his image and he's made us as, as you know as men and women who who are packed full of fantastic potential to um you know to create and develop and manage and all the things that we're we're able to do but the, the message, like you just said, where this conversation began, the message of the critic seems to hold so much more weight so much of the time than the message of the, what I'll, the encourager, if you like, yeah. you know, that, you know, and you're absolutely right. The, the message of the critics kind of, it really gets hold of us. Whereas you try and share good news with, with yourself or with others. And it's like, well, um, yeah, fine, but that <laughs> kind of critic critic message kind of really, for some reason, we love to chew on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Right. Well, I'm glad we returned to where we started. I've started thinking about cardigans again. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, come on, next Let's, time. Yeah. Well, I've, I've also is it tights first or leotard? <laughs> <laughs> come on. I'm definitely going. You've not even had to attempt to to do Ada's hair yet for ballet. You know, no. But, no, 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 it's too short. She hasn't, she hasn't grown any yet. Oh, so keep it that way. Keep it that way. There's no... You just say, Ada, the reason we're shaving your hair off is because <laughs> Daddy never has to put it in a bun. I don't think I ever, maybe once, but I, I'm not sure I was ever allowed to do that. Thank you so much for listening. How well do you think you handle criticism? Does it get under your skin or does it just bounce off? Tweet us at Intent Talk to join the conversation or email us through jim at ballonbaptist.co.uk. As we said at the beginning, this will be the last episode for a while, but until then, you can catch up on past chats or even find out more about the Ballon Baptist Church community we're a part of through our YouTube channel or on Instagram at Ballon Baptist. We'll see you next time.